More on foldable phones and revolutionary products, an iPad going to the moon, and Apple ad revenue. This is Mac Voices. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Mac Voices After Dark. Uncensored, off-topic, and always off the wall. Mac Voices After Dark is available as a benefit to our Patreon subscribers. Sign up at patreon.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. This is part two in a three-part Mac Voices Live conversation. The panel continues their discussion of revolutionary products and foldable phones, and we also touch on why an iPad is going to the moon for a surprising reason, and start to dip into comments about Apple's ad revenue. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. I'm going to disagree with you a little bit, Guy. No! Um, uh (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, certainly what you're talking about accelerated things, but I think the original iPod, you know, that was the transformation right there. And people were already buying Macs because they wanted iPad, iPod. And like you say, originally the iPod um, re- required a Mac. Um, now, you know, certainly what you're talking about, that turbocharged everything to the Next degree, but I think you know the the original iPod itself was so revolutionary that um, and and the original um, iPod it pretty much had to be FireWire because the only USB available was so slow that it would have taken hours right. to to fill the device. So actually, the FireWire thing was that was part of the whole thing that that made it revolutionary because you know. Yeah, it had a five gig drive and it had a plug that could fill that five gig in a reasonable time. Um, it, yeah, so um, I, I, I think, you know, if you look at the breakthroughs uh, that Apple has done, they're all, you know, they're all ones where basically a big investment was made ahead of time. And, and basically all, except for maybe the watch and the AirPod, which were not as big of, things as these other things we're talking about all on you know steve jobs uh you know hunch or 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 intuition you know steve jobs said you know i think this can sell and i'm gonna put all the resources i have behind to make that happen and and i'm and i don't care what's been done before i'm not incrementally building on what's been done before and that's sort of been you know the secret is that you know all, all these other companies they can't do that they don't have any executive in charge that you know can go out on a flyer like that and you know bet the company on making a macintosh or making an ipod or making an iphone um, and you know, Apple may not be able to do that anymore either. They don't have Steve Jobs anymore. Uh, on the other hand, you know, they're not a little, you know, garage company anymore, so they don't really have to do that, uh, you know, anymore. Um, and and they can build incrementally, and it's you know, and you know, occasionally come out with things like a watch and a and a AirPod and a, a car. Uh, okay, oh wait! So, did they yeah. did they announce the car yet? 
Yeah. Well, and and thank you, Jim, because I, that's I want to pull us back to the present. I mean, you know, we can we can argue the past, um, and a million times we sound like a bunch of old guys. So let's talk about the current. <laughs> what you say? And, sound yeah. Like it? yeah. So let's let's yeah, talk he, about. Apparently, Chuck's video working correctly. <laughs> At which point, Jim's video started to stutter right there. That's perfectly. Um, you know, I, I guy, you said one interesting thing there, though, that I think is a point that we need. Only to one. one. <laughs> only one. Yeah, only one. <laughs> But it just took I, so damn long to get there. You blacked know, out before you got there. So. It doesn't necessarily have to be a widget or a box or, you know, any any piece of hardware. It can be something, you know, that is a combination or something that eases the pain. And I know Jim was laughing, but, you know, so where could Apple go where there's pain that it might be able to ease? Could it be into the car? Or. I wasn't laughing. I want an Apple car. Yeah, oh, I know. I know. I mean, listen, hey, who wouldn't? I'd like an Apple airline right now the way the airlines are going, but that's a whole other discussion. Um, no windows. But, you know, how about, um, how about, is it possible that we're seeing, we already have two components of the next big thing? That we have a watch on our wrist that can give us fee- some kind of feedback, and we have AirPods in our ears with spatial audio, and we're just waiting for the visual part of that. Right, and that so, that all turns into sort of a a combination mega revolutionary product. As for the human body, how many places can you visualize getting information into your body? Yeah, uh, I, <laughs> I, I, let me draw you a picture. Yeah, I'm question, just gonna right? say. No, no, but that's the question. Jeff. Like again, in the fifties, people three, could, two, one. Okay. In <laughs> Underwear. A, like in a, again, in the fifties, people could say, "Wow, how cool would it be to have a little thing in front of my face I could look at and and read and, and it changes." What can we, you know, what don't we have now that we could do that with, like, you know, VR, well, you know, things like but that. The interest, you know, the interesting thing about that, Warren, is in the fifties, nobody was saying, uh, almost nobody was was talking about small devices like that. Like if you look at science fiction from the 50s and 60s, computers were like going to grow until they took over a planet. Dave posted, and actually, Dave the M5 will survive. Yeah, Dave posted something on Facebook not too long ago that said, um, right, with the woman who had an article and said, in the future, you could carry something. It basically, it said in the mm-hmm. future, carry this. And it, what was that, from the 60s, 70s? 1963. 63, 63. Yeah. So it's exactly what it was. Basically, she's visualizing what you could get in 50 years, right? So what are we visualizing in 50 years, but, how life it's going to be? For me, I saw, anybody see the movie Heart? Heart? Heart. Her, her. Oh no! I didn't uh, see the, with Siri, the was Scarlett. So it's oh, right, right. Uh, uh, with falls in Monica, love with his uh, voice yeah, assistant, jo- Joaquin Phoenix. Right. So that's that's who it was. But the future is exactly that. It was like a small, tiny thing in your ear, and that is basically a virtual assistant that works. And there's monitors throughout the world where you could get information standing next to it, and it just beams it to it. And that's the least intrusive way to get information into into yourself. And that's I think that's where they want to go. And that's why virtual assistants are trying. But um, you know, again, the goal is you know, what 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 are we missing? What can you know other than you know brain control well, and I, whatever? I also think if you look at Apple breakthroughs, that they've they've taken something, some technology that exists, but nobody really saw. That other people didn't really see 
like the iPod was like somebody went to Japan and said, hey, Toshiba has this little tiny hard drive and they don't know what to do with it. And somebody at Apple said, I know what to do with it. We're going to make a music player out of it. And, you know, nobody else had seen that. The, you know, the iPhone, somebody, you know, like people in Japan were developing these multi-touch, you know, displays that, you know, and the people at, you know, somebody at Apple was like, I know what to do with that. Even the Macintosh, you know, they went and saw what uh, Xerox had done with the star that Xerox wasn't really bringing to market. And that was the inspiration for the Macintosh. So, you know, it's kind of like inherent that we won't know about those things ahead of time because that's the whole point of Apple's success is somebody sees something that nobody else is noticing and, you know, turns it into the next big thing. So if that's happening now, by definition, we don't know about it or everybody would be doing it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's move it on, but I, I want to um, give um, Brian the last word here. Um, let me find his comments. Um, uh, Brian says, my wife picked up a foldable Samsung and prom promptly returned it one day later back to her Pixel. She forgot about all the bloatware that is on Samsung devices. There you go. And when I asked him about the bloatware, um, that, that was the reason. It wasn't the form factor. It was the bloatware that she returned it to. She got used to the minimalist vanilla Android she got from Pixel and couldn't go back. She is was a fan of the flip fold phone, but the bloatware was just too much. And yep. she mentions the experience from being pushed to use the Samsung brand of apps and constant updates. I, I would have rooted. I would have rooted it before I did that, oh, but you know, that's you. That's that's, that's me. you. That's us. <laughs> but well, you know, I mean, re returning a two thousand dollar phone to get an eight hundred dollar phone because you don't like the bloatware. I mean, it might be worth. It I would totally do that. Screw would, those guys loading up oh. my phone with a bunch of garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Screw, Screw them. Well, I, 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 Jeff, I would I, return it so fast. Are, I, I assume you're not being flipped. I, no, I'm I serious. Too. Like if, yeah, if, I, if I buy, if I spend that kind of money on a product and it's loaded up with garbage right out of the package, screw that. I don't need that. I paid too much money to, to be fed all this garbage. It's going back. That should lead us to our next story with the advertising mm -hmm. that for Apple. Um, well, actually, I'm going to slip one in first. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm throwing it in the chat room now, assuming I copied the link right. Yes. Um, so there's this. I, this this hap this came this happened. This just came out um, after right after our last show. Um, but oh, NASA yeah. is going to send an iPad to the moon. But what threw me is they're going to send an iPad to the moon to test Alexa. <laughs> oh, the irony is so yes. delicious so well, is it's this... been mentioned before that nasa has lost its way and that's why <laughs> bezos and musk and their private space companies are leaving them behind they would send up a fire tablet but it would disintegrate and break before it got to the moon so well, warren, get something that's a little bit stronger warren you 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 read my mind because this seems to be an indictment of amazon's tablets but also an indictment of siri Mm -hmm. So yeah. I felt like this was a double shot at you know in in one story. I mean, is well, yeah, we need a device that's not going to fall apart and a and a virtual assistant that doesn't suck. So we'll put uh, the Amazon app on an iPad. Well, no, no, Chuck, I, I just I disagree because Alexa is very open for adding new skills. Siri is not, so I think that's yeah, that's true. That they wanted okay. voice yeah. interface, had no other choice. 
Okay. All right. That's that's an interesting point, Mark. They have a Darth Vader uh, death uh, uh, death mode uh, yeah. skill too. You can't can... win, Siri. I have the high ground. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's gonna blow. Well, up. And they hey, and hey it... Alexa, blow up Aldrin. Yeah, and it did say that there's you know obviously it's not going to be connected to the internet. That you know there's going to be an onboard um, version of of, uh, of of Alexa that will be addressing those stop requests. Sending, stop saying Alexa. So put it, put it in that so that's, that's that interesting. Shot up into space. Oh, one at a time, guys. <laughs> uh, guy, what'd you say? Said put it in that Saturn sky or whatever that convertible was that they shot up into space with the. <laughs> With the fake astronaut Tesla. <laughs> I heard three of you at once there. Um, Jim, what'd you say on top of? Well, I'm that? just, I, you know, I missed that detail and I, I find it fascinating that apparently there's a version of a, of the a lady that can run on an iPad without a connection to the internet. It's yeah, actually not running on an iPad. Yeah, the the iPad's iPad. job is to be the go between so that, so they have a self-contained a lady, Computer, um, computer. I see. On, in the spacecraft, but they they don't have anyone there that can issue it commands. So they're using the iPad oh. as the relay tool, it's- so they can talk to the A lady device. Is that true? Yeah. Yes. Ah, oh, so you're yeah. not even using the A lady on the iPad as you no. it's, it's talking to it. It's it's a worst it's, honeymoon it's like a, ever. It's like a video camera. It's, it's, it's basically a glorified video camera. It's basically like one of those things with the iPad that yeah, wanders yeah. around on a robot. And yeah, yeah they're, they're basically FaceTiming a, an Echo in orbit. <laughs> right. so, well, so, so then is this iPad connected to the internet then? No, uh, the, it's the connected iP- to their no. communication system. Uh, uh, correct. Right. And whoever brought up the, the skills part, I mean, I, that is something I had, hadn't clicked, but they were talking about how they would be using voice commands to ask for certain information to be spoken or maybe even displayed. Well, also the fact that apparently they're putting up a computer that runs a lady and Apple will not give you a computer that runs S lady without a connection to the Internet. Well, that's true, too. So. I mean, you know, as always, we have there, this this group would come up with more questions than answers. But I just I thought I, I, I could not let them go because like, OK, who are the take? Who's it taking a shot at? Taking a shot at everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My <laughs> question is, who's on the moon that's giving that needs to give uh, commands to a smart assistant? Well, they're going to send astronauts yeah. next. Yeah. So. I'm still, um, I'm here. I'm still here, but my watch wants me to oh, stand. You don't okay. want to see my. <laughs> well, you can. And since and Mark's not wearing pants, he decided yeah, to please, turn his camera off. Adjust your camera. Thank you. Okay, Mark, please don't adjust your camera until you've sat back down. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I uh, Claire in the chat room says iPads are becoming an aviation standard. My brother is a 737. <laughs> me, Captain, and his whole fleet is issued iPads for maps and calculations seems to be trusted for safety. Yeah, that's not the first time we've heard that. That mm-hmm. you know, I think the, that's been the case for several years. Yeah, mm-hmm. the amount of weight that it saves. Um, and of course, every every ounce is precious. Also, you can keep everything up to date automatically. Yeah. You know, they used to have yeah. to get new charts like, you know, quarterly and interleave them just, annually into the notebooks. Don't even have to plug it in. 
Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. the old was it Jepson, Jepson, Jefferson charts? No. Je- mm. Jepson. Okay. Jefferson. The, the reason I can rattle that off with uh, with a sense of authority is because uh, um, uh, DIA, the, the airport in Denver, yes. the main terminal is named after him. Okay. Oh. Even have a statue of him holding a propeller or leaning up against. Yeah, careful how you say DIA in the DC area. <laughs> uh, right. Yes. That means a oh, whole different Lord. thing. Oh. That's right. It's the it's an ETF monitoring the uh, Dow Jones index. You know. <laughs> this edition of Mac Voices is supported by our Patreon subscribers and Mac Voices After Dark. Ever wonder what happens before the Mac Voices live shows, or what happens when the show ends, or after the live feed closes? That's where Mac Voices After Dark comes in. If you are a Patreon supporter at any level, you get access to the video of our off-camera conversations. Uncensored, unedited, and always off the wall. It's a small thank you to our Patreon supporters who want to peek behind the curtain. Become a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash macvoices. And thanks to everyone who supports the show. Um, I threw in the, uh, in, into the chat rooms um, the next article, which is the one from The Verge about... Um, Apple wanting more ads, advertising revenue. Can I start with that? I, I was waiting, Mark. I knew you would want to go for it. Okay, yeah. So two points about this. Uh, you know, the first is this is all clickbait. You know, this is absolutely all clickbait to get people to read in. Because, you know, once you read into the substance of the article, you know, what you find is that there was a disagreement between Apple and Facebook about a feature Facebook wanted to have where you could promote your post and you could pay money to expose it to more people. And Apple felt that, oh, that seems like in-app purchase, we should get a cut of that. Um, and then it says, well, no, Facebook thought it was an ad in some sort. And they never the, the article never really justified why Facebook thought it was an ad. But that's what led to that, you know, crappy clickbait uh, title. Um, I think, again, maybe they've just done some sloppy reporting or this falls into the what? abyss of what Apple does or doesn't say because they said, oh, well, it appears that, you know, Facebook won or Meta, They now that they've changed their name, that Meta won. Um, and they in the article, they say, oh, well, this is also like a similar disagreement they had with, uh, you know, Matt Mullenweg and... Uh, uh, either Tumblr or some sort of you know, similar feature where you can pay money to expose it to lots of other people. I suspect, you know, although I can't prove this, I suspect that it, with the case of, uh, you know, Zuckerberg and Facebook, that if it was promoted and they did it from a Mac or a PC or some other, you know, non-iOS, non-iPhone device, they probably were allowed to do it. Whereas if they actually did it, you know, and promoted it on the on the iPad or iPhone, they, I suspect that they probably do have to pay some sort of, you know, uh, commission, commerce uh, transaction fee uh, to uh, to Apple, and that's the motivation for this stop ahead and pay toll uh, background for this week because you know this and there's another article if we get a chance to get into it. Uh, it, it seems that Apple's dedicated to locking down that. 
any commerce that happens through apps on the iPhone, you know, they view as their opportunity to get a 15 or 30 uh, percent you know, slice of uh, the revenue. So, you know, I think that's what this beautiful, you know, horrible sounding conspiratorial Apple is bad. They conspired with Facebook to try to get Facebook revenue. Um, you know, it just uh, all vanishes once you uh, read past the first paragraph. Uh, the takeaway I got out of that was uh, that putting that part in was filler. And the piece was about um, uh, still designed to uh, to inflame people or enrage people. But uh, the the part that people are going to be enraged about is uh, Apple adding uh, ad space into more of their apps and services. So uh, right now, when you do a search for a business type in the Maps app, uh, you don't see um, uh, paid position there like you like you can with uh with google maps so that would be a new thing and when you search for podcasts having uh someone that that's paying to promote their podcast have their search results show up first and uh and then all the others after that which of course is going to absolutely enrage people uh but this is inevitable and uh it's just part of how the money and advertising system works and so there you go jeff i'm I'm glad you brought that up i'm throwing an article from engadget in about that that angle of of this so both both chat rooms have and and this is a place that i wanted to go because this was another thing that you know there's there's some click clickbait clickbait excuse me aspects to it, but you know I, everybody's saying oh Apple's you know Apple says no ads no ads Apple's anti ads and then well Apple's going to triple its ad revenue, well I don't think Apple's anti ads Apple is anti tracking, and so you know I I see this as akin to um, you know buying a um, buying a billboard on the on the highway, you know that you see it if you drive by. If you don't drive by, you don't see it, but it's not going to nest. And and so if I have, boy, I'm I'm stretching here, but you know, if if I have a billboard on a street uh, or, or or highway with a lot of restaurants, it would only make sense that I'm going to advertise restaurants there. I may not advertise, you know, oil for schools. my car. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. So so I, I look at this and say, okay, this is just. This is targeted advertising of a different kind. This is targeting based on the subject that you you would be interacting with alongside anyway, of. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't see this as evil. <clears throat> I see it as, you know, it's another revenue source. And kind of why wouldn't you? Because if it's done right, it's not going to detract that much from the experience. It'll detract some, but, you know, it might be worth the revenue. One day we're going to have to go down a rabbit hole of why targeted advertising is evil. And today is not going to be the day, but, um, you know. Next week. It's a date, Warren. Next week. Yeah, you, you, want, uh, well, you want Brittany here for that discussion. Sure. But, yeah. and you know, it, again, it, <laughs> you, have a bunch of, you have a bunch of advertisers and companies on this podcast and life will be different for us. I mean, people 
companies, small and big, need to advertise. And there's a few type of advertising, right? There's word of mouth and there's, you know, ads. And companies who do word of mouth advertising or word of mouth and are popular become popular because people talk about them and they go and, and they actually, um, yeah, um, they're actually, um the, <laughs> so I'll that later um anyways you know i'm not going to go down it but you know targeting advertisement is the goal of advertisers and companies and they want to do it because it's the easiest way to to, to sell their product and again is watching a sports game and having you know beer commercials come on is that targeted advertisement yeah is it you know invasive like they stole your data not quite but they know who their demographics are and they you know there's nielsen ratings and things like that so they kind of know some things and so you know we just need to figure out what are we you know what are we worried about uh as far as the story goes you know apple you know i apple needs to make money and you know and and their shareholders will like that so advertisements make money Warren, I, I don't want to go. I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole, but I will go this far. Um, I, I think that you know. I think the targeted advertising thing just got out of hand. Um, yeah, go, go check the dog by all means. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like I, I, I feel like the targeted advertising got out of hand, and that's why it's it's perceived as so evil because they're they're they seem to be tracking every single thing you do. And when you start seeing Facebook claim that Apple's um, ad tracking or anti-ad tracking cost them billions, and that's with a B, then ah, you know, somebody's making a pile of money off of off of something. And so, you know, I, I mean, I watch the Golf Channel. Okay, what do I see? I see ads for golf equipment and golf courses. Surprise. You know, I'm sure if I watched the hunting and fishing channel, guess what I would see? I'd see ads for hunting and fishing gear. Guns and ammo. Yeah. So, so, sorry, Mark. Uh, you'd see ads for guns and ammo. Guns and clothing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm shocked there's gambling going on in that casino. <laughs> yeah. And and so, you know, that that to me is, I mean, maybe because that's where it all started. I find that to be an acceptable form of advertising. And an acceptable, acceptable, excuse me, form of, of targeted advertising. But if I if I log on to, um, I'm just going to make it up as I as I go, CNN, and I start seeing ads for something that I surfed on, uh, surfed Amazon for, then something's not right. If I see something that oh, I was looking at on Facebook, yeah, well, yeah, you're right, you do, David, and that's where I think the evil part of targeted advertising comes in. That people have come to realize that they are being used. Facebook does it too. I mean, you just go to any place and you get an ad that's going to just, it's going to, you've gone somewhere to look at a particular topic. And then then five minutes later, I'm either getting an email or I I go to another website and and that ad is being shown to me on that particular topic. I looked at. So Mike, as as an example, as an example, I just went to CNN and hit the little shield there in Safari, 74 trackers. Yep, at CNN.com. CNN's the worst. 74. So so it's creepy, but again, would you rather see ads that you would be interested in or not? If you had to see ads. It's creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. 
but but this is not a this is not a <laughs> web points out on the golf chain you still see beer commercials too beer is universal good point um beer is wonderfully universal it brings <laughs> us all together does. yes and this, speaking this, of beer i need to go and uh, do a barbecue so uh oh it was wonderful warren i hope uh, chuck can schedule you know uh talking about apple advertising or advertising general as a as a first topic for one of these shows because i think that one would be a lot of fun and um, hey mark before you cut out tell us tell everyone where they can find you uh when you're not barbecuing oh twitter at m-a-r-k-f-u-c-c-i-o all lowercase one word great thanks so much for being here really really appreciate it yeah so we'll see what happens with between elon and uh, the board of uh, twitter so uh we have plenty of stuff to uh <laughs> plenty of stuff you know uh coming up uh, into the fall yeah agreed thank thanks, you all thanks. thanks bye-bye see you guys hey chuck i'm out too i gotta You're out? i gotta clean this mess up <laughs> all right it. somebody just wants to eat it all okay. uh, hey yeah, thanks warren take no care problem. All right, guys. <laughs> yeah i can't believe mark ditched us for a barbecue where are his priorities okay now that both of them are gone we can start the real show oh, fine yeah 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 but just to follow up and, and somebody tell me if they disagree please but i, I guess I don't, I don't mind. And Warren brings up an interesting point. You know, what would you rather see? I don't think I object to that part of it. What, what I object to is the fact that I know that they're doing other things with my data because now we've been educated to that, right. that, you know, now I, I am a commodity that's being sold. That's the part that bugs me. Somebody back and me up, say something. I, uh, technology yeah. can be used for other things besides advertising. And you know, you look at now, like, people getting prosecuted for having an abortion because of something Facebook, you know, turned over to prosecutors. Um, <clears throat> or the story that uh, was a target that started yeah, yeah. pregnant well, women yeah, before so, they knew so, they were pregnant or something yeah. or something like that. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, it's. Like I said, give the example. I've signed into an account, whatever whatever vendor it was, and then and then ten minutes later, oh, you left your cart full. Are you sure you sure you want to go back and 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 make a purchase because if I decided to abandon it, it's just it's creepy. David, does that bother you? A little bit. I'm, I mean, that, that, because if I have an account, if I don't have an account, then it's creepy. But if I have an account there and I put something in the cart and then the phone rings or, you know, the doorbell rings or something, and I get up and forget to order it that I really intended to. I don't mind that part. Yeah, yeah I, I'm with you on that, Chuck. Yeah, I guess if I, I have I guess an account. Okay. Yeah, if you have an account. Um, the, There's the been problem, times I haven't, and, it, and, it's, and it's happened. Yeah, well, that's and not. That's good. when it's creepy, yeah. Uh, Chuck, I, I'm totally backing you up on, on um, the creepy part about advertising. The problem that I have isn't, having ads that are tailored or targeted to me because they fit my my interests the problem is that uh that the companies that are aggregating this data are are doing the jurassic park thing where um um what was it uh dr malcolm's line about they they didn't stop to think about just 
because they can't or um they didn't they, stop to think if they should yes yes thank you and uh, and so they have taken this to an extreme where they are trying to collect and successfully collecting so much data about us and everything that that we do that they they have built these incredibly detailed profiles about about everyone you don't even need to have a facebook account yeah. for facebook to have an incredibly detailed profile on you and then to monetize that um just the, the whole idea that these companies are collecting so much information about us selling it to other companies and uh, and it's being used by organizations that don't seem to have morals standards or scruples and uh, and I feel like we're being exploited in a horrible way and uh, and then Jim you brought up the the uh, the legal prosecution or criminal prosecutions for you know, like uh, um, the girl that ended up getting arrested and her mom getting arrested for uh, um, uh, an abortion and, uh, and that shouldn't have never have happened and yet here's these companies that are collecting so much information on us and uh, and it feels as if there's no real control over what they're collecting how they're collecting it and how they're using it and yeah and and i mean jim brought up the you know the the, the tracking for let's just say political reasons I, I, I'm hesitant to bring up even a specific um, political issue just because political it's, issues. Yeah. But, you know, just the idea that, you know, that, I mean, and it, look, look, it can go both ways. You know, if it, if it helps solve a murder or if it helps prevent a murder, then, you know, that's great. But how many times can you, how many times can you actually confirm that that happens? That's not necessarily a justification. I mean, we can suspend the Bill of the Rights and probably, you know, solve lots more murders. But, mm -hmm. you know, that's, you know, we passed the Bill of Rights for a reason. Yes. Uh, uh, Jim, I am backing you up 100% on that. Um, Chuck, the, the idea that this information could be used for good in the sense that maybe we could solve a crime that sounds nice but i have a i have a real problem with that because that becomes justification for eroding our rights and uh, and the idea that uh, that we're doing good is a, a valid reason for for stripping away privacy freedom of speech um and uh, and if you project this out uh, in various political climates around the world, freedom of religion, that is that is a path that I am not comfortable going down. No, I, Jeff, I agree. And, you know, and, and for quite a while, and for better or worse, you know, my opinions were documented on this show um, that, you know, it's like, why we're, we're all worried too much about this stuff, you know, and. At the time, I don't think any of us knew what was actually happening, and I'm not sure even who to give credit for to to point it out. Or did they did the the, the idiots just overdo it so much that we had to notice? If they had kept it undercover a little bit, they could have continued to cash in, and probably not very few of us would have paid attention. 
now it's just so blatant and grossly over overused that you can't help but notice it. It's like they don't they don't care anymore that you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's worse, um, guy, you know, it's it's like we're entitled to it. I mean, that's that's was the message I took away from all the Facebook kerfuffle over the last year. Well, my God, Apple's Apple's interfering with our business model. You know, it's our business model to take your information and try to sell you sneakers. You know, that that's our right. What? The Mac Voices Live panel finishes up our conversation about reports that Apple will be accepting more advertising in some of its products and why that may not be quite as dire as it sounds. That's next time on Mac Voices. We'll see you then. I'm Chuck Joyner, and as always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page, and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, Consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.